Does your soul call for a life overseas? Is your mind curious about traveling abroad for professional or life-changing experiences? Or you just have a tingling sensation of experiencing the unknown? Hello world, this is Joshua Best, your host of Why We Travel, the podcast where we take a deep dive into exactly that, the motivations behind why we travel and the stories behind it. Today, you're listening to Season 1, Episode 9, Why We Return, The Road Back. This episode is the season finale of Why We Travel's very first season. Thank you to everyone who is listening to this and who have tuned into the previous episodes. The support so far has been very surreal, and I am ever so grateful. So in this episode, we'll revisit the hero's journey, have some New Year's reflections, and tease some plans for next season. Going back to the beginning of how this all started, I simply wanted to create something that resonates with people who have had transformational travel experiences, inspire those who want to have such experiences but haven't taken that leap, and to help change the narrative of how some view tourists, nomads, and expats to underscore how travel can and should be way more than superficial experiences where we relax in a foreign destination to escape life, take great photos, and go home. Of course, a lot of us already know it's more than that, and that is like a very reductive way of putting it. But at the same time, it's a very real reality where that's why some people have condescending views of what digital nomads are, what backpackers are, why employers don't want you to work remotely on a beach, so on and so forth. I also wanted to build something for myself that provides value to others, such as courses under the Nomad by Design moniker that helps people get the most of what their travel experience is. And so to all of these goals, it is essential to tell a story. And being able to craft a story well also empowers us to write our own stories, not only in life in general, but also how we intend to make the most out of our travel experiences. And that is why I fell in love with the Hero's Journey framework. Now, in a previous episode, you may recall me speaking on rites of passage and what those entails. I think we all know or have a general idea of what it is, but studying anthropology at the University of Maryland, I often, I immediately think about as something where you go through three distinct phases. Separation, when you leave the familiar. Transition, uh, when you're just in that intermediary stage and when you're learning new norms and just being ingrained with completely new attitudes, so on and so forth, and then reintegration back into the life as we know it. And I talk about how you could create your own rites of passage or travel can serve as a rites of passage to the next phase of life. And so at the same time, those three phases are actually high level phases that are on the hero's journey as well, where you have the departure, which we could easily see in a travel context where leaving life at home, and then the initiation, which is what we could easily describe as life abroad and all the experiences you're having there, and then the return, which we would describe as when you get back to your normal life at home. And so I'm not going to get into all the details of each component of each stage, but let's just say that there's been various interpretations of the hero's journey over time, starting with Joseph Campbell, who originated it. But in all of them, you have those three key stages, which I discussed. One is a departure from the known, the world as you know, into the unknown, which is like the next phase, 
and then finally before you would then return to the life as you knew it before. So Joseph Campbell, he had about 17 substages across those three key stages. But then there's been, of course, different interpretations. And most recently, there's actually a gentleman by the name of Christopher Vogler in 2007, who has about 12 stages across those three. I think the main thing I want to get out of those is that when you are narrating a story or whether you are going through your own rites of passage, that there's going to be those three key stages. And then there's going to be different things that happen within those stages along the way that really helps shape the narrative or really tell the story of what we're doing. I was most inspired by an article written by ScreenCraft.org who used Christopher Vogler's method as to how they narrate the hero's journey and how we can narrate our own story, which was an interesting exercise, especially for myself, who hasn't simply went from country A to B back to country A. And, you know, we've watched many movies, read, read many books where lots of different locations are involved. So it's not one clear world that I'm leaving and coming back to. But nonetheless, before I put my own spin or my own interpretation on my personal process, my personal story that I'm currently on, I'm just going to use theirs to, which helped me then inspired like what I would say my own general framework, which would be still in process. But nonetheless, it all starts with the first stage of departure. And then within that, we're first introduced to the ordinary world, which is essential in almost every story. The ordinary world is simply life as we know it, where we're starting our journey, and it's a complete baseline of what we can compare everything to. And so I previously defined a nomad as a person who travels with purpose as a way to grow, explore cultures, and find fulfillment in making a living. So in order to really see where you're growing from, the new cultures to explore, what fulfillment is to be had, you have to know where to start, and that is the ordinary world. And then so the next stage then within it is the call to adventure. So the nomad's call to adventure is the perfect time to set your intention and of your very own character development that the hero or heroine needs. And then oftentimes we refuse our call to adventure. And this is a time to be introspective of why we first hesitated or refused to take that leap or claim what we want or need is. And this is the perfect breeding ground to get it to the core of what we need to overcome within. For example, you know, maybe you had a great job opportunity overseas or or any other opportunity overseas. And or just like a different phase of your life that you had an opportunity for or just you just hesitated. But nonetheless, whatever your call to adventure is in a lot of these stories, there's an initial hesitation or refusal of the call. But then eventually we finally start our journey and then when we do find our journey, We'll find a mentor to guide us on our quest while also equipping us on whatever tools are necessary. Of course, this mentor could be a friend, a life coach, a love interest, you name it. And then at some point at the end of this initial stage of the departure, which is also the first act, uh, your story may showcase a moment where you, the protagonist of your own story, needs to cross the threshold to the unknown world. And then this will be between the ordinary world, which you know it, and that unknown special world abroad, where you'll be experiencing all the inner and outer transformations and changes that'll be happening. Their personal and cultural shifts will take shape while we embark 
on manifesting that intention that we made and that we seek, even if we don't necessarily know it yet. And then after that, you have the initiation stage, the transition stage, the unknown world, i.e. the life abroad. With life abroad, it showcases the differences between the nomad's ordinary world and the special world that we're now in. While in this new world, we face many tests, we meet allies, maybe even enemies or antagonists, anti-heroes, whatever you want to call them, all of which will define our lives one way or another. And then after trials and tribulations, before we're truly seasoned, we must first approach what is our inmost cave of the story. It's preparing to face that greatest fear and conflicts that take shape us. And this is where our deepest transformation in our journeys take shape. Anyone who's really spent time abroad or just went through certain trials and tribulations, I'm sure you could already start thinking about, yeah, <laughs> I remember when things got really real. And if you haven't done it yet, what you imagine may be difficult, especially if you go somewhere completely foreign to you. So then getting back into it, everything within this first act before you left and the beginning of the second act when you've arrived in the new world builds up into what we call the ordeal, which is the first real true conflict that a nomad first face. And this can be any experience that truly tests our merits and our commitment to the goal. Why are we here? But on the other side of it is the reward that makes the whole adventure worthwhile and will help prepare us for the climax or the conclusion or the apex of our journey. The reward offers us the added boost we need to propel ourselves through the toughest challenges. And the reward could be something physical in a narrative sense. It could be you know, the special sword <laughs> like Harry Potter got, or it could be something emotional, just, you know, this, uh, uh, that's newfound resilience you may have. All that being said, you then have the final stage, which is the return. So once you've attained the reward that you need to really complete your journey and take things to the next level, it's time for you as the hero to get on the road back to their ordinary world. And the road back is essentially the first of three components as to what is known as the return home. So first with the road back is essentially the reverse of the call to adventure. It's the call to return home. It's like now that you've gotten the reward, now that you've gotten what you've needed to gain out of your journey, it's time to go back. But then there still might be some initial trials and tribulations or hurdles, you know, final steps that you may need to get over with this new reward. And then you have the resurrection, which is the climax. And when you've done exactly that, you know, it's just so it's essentially the final battle, you know, where you come to grips and like the, all that preparation prepared you for it. And then what is the last thing is like the return with the elixir, the return with the reward. You know, now you've accomplished what you needed to do. You've went through the trials and tribulations. You've slayed the dragon back home as this new found person. Let's say you went abroad on your own eat, pray, love journey, and then when you did that, you came back home a new person, but there's still that adjustment period, maybe that reverse culture shock, or just that like final thing you had to get over to address, but then all those experiences shaped you, prepared you for it, and now that you've done it, you're like, voila, I did it. That's essentially the culmination of the whole hero's journey, which is also serves as a rites of passage, and then makes me then think about, oh. So what is this for me and where am I? And so if you listen to the title of this episode, I'll definitely say part of it is the return and where I'm on my road back. And so to personally contextualize why I would say I'm having my return uh, and I'm on the road back for the return, 
I have to start with where it started for me. Naturally, I would think, okay, it must be Maryland, or that's what my home world is, Maryland or the U.S., right? Because I'm an American. I grew up here. But funny enough, I would actually say Bangkok became my home. And my story started in Bangkok. It started during the pandemic when I just chose to stay there. And even though it was a new world for me, and I knew I had to stay for a certain reason, I didn't really have my call to adventure until I was there. Because even though I knew something in my gut, in my heart, in my soul told me to stay, I wasn't quite sure for what. Until eventually, I realized, I was like, yeah, it's time to really do this digital nomad thing. And that led me to say, hey, I need to be an entrepreneur. And I had my own refusal of the call. You know, I, I had opportunities presented to me, but they just didn't feel right. Sometimes they truly weren't a fit. Other times, maybe I just wasn't ready, you know, whether it's through my own lack of confidence or insecurity. Nonetheless, after being in Bangkok for well, actually over a year, I was like, you know what? It's time to do it. And then I went to Pattaya to start my journey. That's when I really set the intention to launch why we travel in Nomad by Design. And everything that has happened since then, which has been another year <laughs> of different jobs, my own trials and tribulations in my personal life, business life, going to different countries, you name it. But essentially, the reward, I would say, what I eventually did is exactly this podcast. And so I chose season one to be about Thailand for a number of reasons, for my personal story, to introduce people to this country I love. I also came back home. I actually just came back home for the holidays before the new year. Coming from a Panamanian family, New Year's is very important. I'm in the process, though. I'm not quite done with what I need to do. I'm in the process of it. I gain new skills. I gain new confidence. I am home, but I know I'm just, I'm not quite finished, right? There's still some work left to be done both internally for myself and in the real world. And so exactly that. That's why I say I'm on my, I'm on the road back because there's still some stuff left to do. And so with it being a new year and me just reflecting on where I'm at on the journey, I just first want to recap with some lessons learned on the way uh, that I have learned both in travel and in this path to becoming the entrepreneur that I want to be. So first, I would say, fail forward and don't be afraid to fail loudly. Uh, it's really self-explanatory, but I think a lot of things that held me back from doing a lot of this sooner is being afraid to fail. You know, it's like they say, the beautiful thing about children is when they're learning how to walk, when they're learning how to talk, all those things, they are not embarrassed. They're just <laughs> doing whatever they need to do. But for some reason, along the way, as we get older, we start to become embarrassed by those things. And so I was really afraid of failing or just being bad, but you have to be bad in order to be good. That's just, that's just a simple reality. And so one, accept the fact that you're going to fail, but fail forward. You're going to make progress while you're doing it. And don't be afraid to fail loudly. What I mean by that is like, oh, you kind of want to fail in silence. And so, so people don't know, but you got to put yourself out there, right? You got to be seen. You got to be heard. And as uncomfortable as it may be, it'll pay off. And then I would say creation is an active process. So I spent a lot of time tinkering on my computer, writing down my journal, just talking to people, ideating, ideating, ideating. But 
the best part of ideating is executing, <laughs> honestly, because the more you execute, the better your ideas become. And then last I'll say is like flex your strengths and account for your weaknesses. So I definitely would see my strength as being the ideas person, the visionary person, knowing what I want to do and how it needs to be done. But then when it comes to a lot of the details, especially like the business details, ah, not necessarily my strong suit. So shout out to the team that I was able to put together, Jubel and Jean, mm, awesome people for helping bring this whole thing forward. And then of course, my own mentors and people along the way. I'm afraid to name them because I know as soon as I do, I'm going to forget some people. So I'll just say that you know who you are, you know. Being back home, I just want to say I really miss Thailand already. The cool thing, though, know, is I do know I've got to go back. I'm going to go back to get a, a digital nomad visa. But still, this home in Maryland is where I'll be for a while. So I just already miss Thai food, Thai culture, the weather, the people, the people Honestly, they're one of the most lovely people in the world. And just the quality of life there because of the people is amazing. And so you may have picked up on the fact that whenever I had a guest, I would always ask them, what has been the most rewarding part of your journey, you know, in any context that we were talking about? And so for me, I just wanted to say, when I think about the past really three years <laughs> that I spent in Thailand, the most rewarding part is developing another home. It's funny, even after I had lived there initially for about a year and a half, I wasn't quite ready to call it home. What made me call it home was when I then left the country for a few months traveling and then came back. As soon as I was driving from the airport in Bangkok, I had that home feeling. and It was the first time I had it in a long time. And I was like, wow, this place is home. Just having that sense of belonging somewhere where you didn't necessarily even plan it to, right? I never in my life prior to being in Thailand said, hey, I'm going to make this home. But so developing that is a truly beautiful thing. And that being said, you know, with the 2022 reflections and bringing in the New Year's uh, for 2023, people may say like, okay, so what are your New Year's resolutions? Honestly, I'm going to keep a lot of those to myself, <laughs> my personal ones to myself. But what I will say is for this is there's going to be a season two. That's the resolution. I'm going to make sure a season two happens. I'm going to work on this e-course. And the idea then is to also have experiential trips as well curated by my team to help people have these transformational experiences with like-minded, purpose-driven people. That's, I'll just leave it at that. You know, with season one, I felt like it was perfect. Really proud of it. Of course, perfect in the sense of we got it done. Uh, put myself out there, uh, working together with the team. Definitely give us your feedback of what you would like to see, what you'd like to hear. Send me a DM. But ultimately, already thinking about season two, probably won't be a country focus, but more so uh, a topical focus, more guests, more academics, more people giving their personal experiences, but ideally catered around probably a topical focus. We'll see. But I don't want to promise anything too soon, but also don't want to make people wait too long and I don't want to put it off too long. So end of Q1, early Q2, season two will definitely take shape. And that being said, Thank you. That concludes season one of Why We Travel 
which was all about Thailand. Thank you very much to all the guests that helped us put this together, uh, sharing your expertise, sharing your experiences. Of course, thank you to all the listeners uh, that have shown their support by simply by listening, but especially all of those that reached out and gave uh, feedback, shared more of their stories, those that already reached out saying they would love to be on it. It's, it's truly a humbling uh, experience. It's truly an honor. And if you haven't already, please continue to show support by leaving a review, <laughs> a positive review. We, we love all the five stars. So continue to support this on all your platforms. And yeah, thank you very much. Really just signing out. It's been a truly humbling experience. Again, I just want to put all my love and gratitude and to just show how much I appreciate all of you. This is why we travel with Joshua Best, a.k.a. Mahor. Catch you next season. Love this episode? Head over to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. If you are interested in unpacking more of why we travel, I'm giving away a 5% discount to our Nomad by Design e-course for a limited time only. Click the link on the description box to download the ultimate guide. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to join us next week for another amazing episode of Why We Travel.